listening to the regular show with your host, Greg Boyer. Alright, you're listening to The Gregular Show. It's the first episode ever, and I'm your host, Greg Boyer. Today's episode is brought to you by babies. They laugh, they cry, they shit their pants. Babies. Today I have a very special guest on with me. He's none other than my brother from the same mother, Brendan Boyer. Hello, I'm Brendan Boyer, and I have a voice that's pretty satisfying to listen to, dare I say more than Greg, but I only say that because we're in a constant rivalry because we're brothers. You know, a sibling rivalry. Well, I suppose that's better than a sibling romance. That's right, but uh, you get pretty violent, let me tell you. Yeah, we just actually got done beating the hell out of each other before we started recording. That's right. It's coincidentally exactly 4.20 in the morning, which has absolutely nothing to do with our state of mind. Except for mine, because I had a few drinks before this, but uh, not a few 4.20s, if that's what the kids call it. Anywho, I have a few questions, and we're going to have a top ten list later on in the show. Uh, We'll tell you what that is coming up. But first, Brennan, what is the worst flavor of ice cream? The worst flavor of ice cream? Well, I've never had pistachio, so I'm going to say pistachio. No, just kidding. Uh, well, I have something against flavors that have ten different things combined, even though I mix things all the time that don't have any business being together. So, I would go so far as to say, uh, my goodness, uh, freezing up a little bit just as I get feeling when I eat ice cream. Um, I can't say black cherry because I like black cherry, but I feel like I'm not going to like it every time that I'm going to have it. That sounds racist to me, pal. Uh, well, now, it's purple, and uh, we all know purple's my favorite color, right, viewers? That's right, I'm paying attention to you. All right. That's Um, right, they're in the same room. Well, while I brainstorm what the worst flavor is, because I've almost only enjoyed ice cream, uh, do you have a worst uh, flavor of yours, Grant? Rocky Road. That's a good answer. Why would you ruin chocolate almond ice cream with crappy-ass marshmallows? You just throw them in, and I like marshmallows, but to throw them in an ice cream, it just throws off your rhythm. Right. Yeah, I, you know, I never tried a flavor other than vanilla until I was 12, so I've been a little bit in the shelter, but I'm going to go ahead and say something controversial, uh, chocolate peanut butter cup. I like vanilla, regular peanut butter cup, Uh, you know, that's vanilla, but for some reason, like, it doesn't translate to ice cream for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that answer, but it's your answer, and that's your opinion, you're entitled to it. Alright. Alright. So, please tell me, what's worse, cat shit or dog shit? Well... I've had to change both, but, uh, the latter, not out of a, uh, litter box... Now, I think dog shit is more inconvenient in that they can't do litter boxes, as far as I've researched, uh, which is very minimal. Well, I think it depends on the size of the dog, pal. Right, right. Now, uh, of course, it can be diarrhea. It can be that light-colored brown. Whoa, Whoa, now that... Well, that's that's a bad word. 
Oh, goodness, that's right. I uh, forgot. Uh, we're talking about shit here, not diarrhea. Oh, damn, I said it again. Okay. Uh, well, dog shit uh, smells worse, but the cat stuff, now that's got the uh, bacteria in it, which if you are pregnant and breathe it in, now that's extra bad for you. And as a man who has not been pregnant before, I, I gotta say it doesn't uh, win for me. Uh, I think dog shit uh, offends me more. Yeah, you gotta watch out for those teratogens. That's a term we learned in psychology. Yes. Fancy word of the day, teratogens, everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, what did you eat for dinner tonight? What did I eat for dinner tonight? Uh, I went to uh, Cumberland... Fu I, I mean, uh, withheld convenience store name and had a whole pizza pie. All by yourself? Uh, oh, no, no. I, I had three pieces of it, a very moderate amount for a moderate gentleman. Uh, and, and shared it with my two friends while we watched the big fight on the TV today, uh, which we fully paid for. We did pay for it, that's right. SWAT teams, they did not find us. We paid for it. Um, featuring, uh, who was it again, Greg? Conor McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was a very lengthy match if anyone watched it. Haha, <laughs> just The kidding. longest 40 seconds of Cowboy's life. That's right. Oh. My goodness, there was shoulders and elbows and feet and, and hands all in 40 seconds. You know, all, all you could... Sounds like my sex life. <laughs> oh, oh. We're starting it early with those jokes. Oh, yeah. Get ready to hear that ten more times. <laughs> That's what she said. Oof. Oh, that one doesn't even work. No, I'm just what is the funniest show on television right now, Brennan? Right now? Right now. Um, well, shit, it's, four, it's 425 right now, so whatever's on Adult Swim. But no, if we're talking the uh, the time period, the era we're in right now, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say my favorite show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably the right answer. I'd, I'd go with that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the most tasteful depiction of, of crazy people that you can have out there. Am I right? Crazy people? Uh... Let's, let's, uh, well, what's a better word for them? Wackos. I don't know, I'd say unhinged, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're crazy, okay. Uh, sure. Off their rockers. But, like, the youngest way that you can say that uh, yeah. sentence across. If we get any of them on this show, they're going to kick your ass. I, you know, good, good luck finding my ass. It's, it's hidden inside paints, usually. I hope so. For the kids' sake. <laughs> if you could be a celebrity for one day, who would you be? Ah, oh, my goodness. You know, I I might have to deflect this one back at you like the ice cream one while I think for a second. You see, I was going to think about it while you were talking, and then I was going to say my answer. Well, it's a very good, uh, very good, what's the word, method method. Now, I haven't had too much to drink where I can't think of basic words, folks. Um, if I could be a celebrity for a day. Who's very tall? Who plays sports? Uh, who, who does curling? I want to be a 40-year-old dad in Canada uh, right now. A 40-year-old dad in Canada? I'm not familiar with that guy, but... Uh, no, that's right. That's right. That's not a celebrity. I would be Michael Jordan. 
Can you imagine just on your days off playing basketball with Bugs Bunny or Bill Murray? Right. Well, well, I don't have to imagine too hard to become bald. Uh, that's I'm already having that happen for me. But uh, yeah, yeah, it would, it would have to be a sports guy, you know. Uh, What's your favorite uh, Michael Jordan appearance in a film? Well, well, I can't say. Uh, I was gonna call the movie Space Jam just a Bugs Bunny. <laughs> But, uh, but that's not the name of it. Um, and, and I don't know any other movie appearances by him, but as a hipster, I have to say something other than that. So, uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, he wasn't in that, but uh, I was going to say Home Alone because that cutout that uh, Kevin puts on the train set and he's, like, you know, dancing around the, the room while rocking around the Christmas trees playing that Brenda Lee song from 1959 where uh, like 30 seconds in stop it with the foot please so, uh, 30 seconds in she says maybe later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling but it actually if you think about it she sounds like she's saying fucking pie can you do an impression of that maybe we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling that's right. It's January, but we're already uh, back into the Christmas spirit. That's right. Just call me Brendan Lee. Ooh, that is, that is good. That's right. That good. She'd appreciate that joke. God rest her soul. No, she's still alive. I'm just joking. <laughs> Shout out to Brenda Lee. If you're, if you're listening to this Brenda Lee, uh, shout out to Brenda Lee, just like Greg said. Hmm, let's see here. Fun, fun, fun. How about the Beach Boys? How about the Beach Boys? How do you Give think the they're doing the Beach Boys right and Free My Soul. I want to get lost on your beach. Um, what do I think about their music? No, how do you think they're doing right now? Oh, how do I think they're doing right now? Yeah, that's right. I totally tuned out on the uh, second half of your sentence because I'm a very bad listener. Please. That's okay. Um... What do I, how do I think they're doing now? I don't, I don't know how any of them are doing now. Now, just like I think uh, half of them are dead, to be honest with you. you so, know, so we know how they're doing. I, you know, I was thinking the same thing because you know Brenda Lee, God rest her soul. That sentence resonated with me that as the truth, even though he just said that she's still alive, and and so anyone around in the fifties, like who knows, who knows. Uh, apologies to people in the fifties. It's very insensitive of me. Uh, you're you're very old and beautiful. That's that's interesting. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. What was the last song you listened to? What was the last song I listened to? We were just in the car. Uh, it wasn't Return of the Mac, because I skipped Return of the Mac, because I heard it the last six days. Um, goodness. Uh, I mean, I just sang five seconds of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, but what was the last song that I voluntarily listened to? Uh, Ordinary World by Duran Duran. I, uh, I listened to that uh, yesterday twice. And it's against uh, my beliefs, pretty much, to listen to a song more than once in a day. Because I don't want it to go stale. But, but you know what? Sometimes an exception is in order. And that's a good one. Speaking of stale, we've had the same damn loaf of bread in the house for the last week, and you haven't thrown it out yet. Well, you know, 
we did have one before that where the uh, expir- expiration date was uh, December. The, the uh, expiration date was uh, December 25th. And uh, we called it the special Christmas bread, but but then we threw it out uh, just shortly after because you know, uh, if, even though it turned green, uh, which is Christmas colors, it, it wasn't uh, safe to eat, which it didn't say on the bag. But but we just took its word for it when it spoke to us. I wish I had known that after I made five sandwiches with the bread. Yeah, in in one sitting, five sandwiches. We we all do that sometimes in this house. Because we're wacky. What, what's the best sandwich in the world, Brennan? Best sandwich in the world? You know what? One time I made a, 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 a deli meat. One time I made a deli meat ham and cheese and bacon uh, and toast and microwave time sandwich uh, and mustard. Mustard was in there too. Now, not the spicy, uh, good tasting, fancy mustard. I mean yellow mustard. I'm a yellow mustard guy. Oh, French's guy. I'm a French's guy. I'm a French French's guy. What's I'm better, a... French's or Grey Poupon? Um, Grey Poupon has the best name, and I'm sure the yeah, second poop. N. No, there's only one N in it. I not drunk. Uh, is is pronounced, but we'll call it Grey Poupon because I'm a French Grey guy. Poupon. Any product with the name poop in it, I'm sold. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's the second time we've mentioned poop today, and it's only 15 minutes in. That's right. Keep it classy, uh, listener's location. Um, gosh, what, what, what else about food? I ate some lasagna today. You know, you know, for for dinner I had some pizza, but earlier I had lasagna, and that just goes to Gotta show. Gotta get those carbs in. How much I need those carbs. You do. I don't. I don't uh, need carbs. I I strictly drink water and seltzer and alcohol just just so that I can take in all the carbs via solid food that I want, uh, and it's a lovely lifestyle. I'm not Garfield. But I love lasagna as much. Well, okay, that's blasphemy. I can't say I love it as much. Come on, guys. Right, it's Garfield, the religious figure. <laughs> that's right. He has the answers. Yeah, I've seen you pretty Garfield before. Hey, buddy. Fans don't need to know that. Right, yeah, you mean the Greg heads. Shout out to all the Greg heads listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Spread the word, spread the love, tell your friends, tell your enemies. I don't care who you tell. Tell somebody about the Gregular Show. That's right, the Gregular Show. Coming soon to an I, iTunes or podcast, Apple, whatever. I don't know. This is my first podcast. Coming soon to a children's library uh, book reading to you. I hope not. Those uh, kids don't need to hear what's coming out of our mouths. Yeah, to tell tell everyone about it. To write your local congressman, you know. And speaking of that, let's talk about religion and politics. Uh, the first thing you talk about on a first date, uh, and and as we know, Greg and I, there's a little bit of heat uh, between. It. Just kidding. Let's not talk about those two things because it's uh, it's scary. That's right. We like to have fun on this podcast, so we're not going to talk about things like that because that's not fun for us. <laughs> so. Let's see here. Uh, chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. I don't like chicken pot pie. Come at me. 
What is the scariest film you've ever seen in your life? Buddy? Scariest film I've ever seen in my life. Have I been... You know, when I was a child, uh, I saw the start of The NeverEnding Story 2. Uh, and there was some kind of scary red guys in it. I don't... I think there were robots. You know, maybe, maybe there were robots. Maybe there were lobster. Maybe there were lobster robots. I don't even know if it was in this movie, but go ahead and watch the movie. Quick shout out to NeverEnding Story 2, which I haven't watched since I was four and was afraid of it. Jonathan Um, Brandis was in that. uh, Well, that's close to Jonathan Brendan, which is the duo of me and my best friend, except his name is Sherman, which you'll find out in a later episode of Lies Called Sherman. Yeah, um, Jonathan Brandis, he was in It. Oh, oh, now, now as a as an adult in modern day or, or no he died to... 20 years ago he, he was a, a child in it he was oh he was Bill you know George's brother yeah I, I gotta get with the old times a little bit more <laughs> yeah you kid and, uh, that's right I am a kid I'm only 21 which uh, more literally... like 20 fun <laughs> that's right I mean literally anyone listening to this probably knows that I'm 21 so only our inner circle is allowed to uh, be listening to this. And if you're listening to this, welcome to the inner circle. Yeah, uh, we don't put restrictions on who listens to this, pal. We're, right. trying, we're trying to get everybody on board. We're trying to get every single person on this planet on board with the regular show. Eight billion people. That's right. You know, but More if we can find more people out there. That's right. You know what they say on the X-Files. <laughs> You don't know what they say on the X-Files? Yeah, I don't know what they say on the X-Files. They say the truth is out there. Oh, yeah, with the with the UFO on the poster. That's that, right. That people have in their rooms. I can't say any specific type of person, because I've seen it on everybody's walls. So, dang. So what, now everybody's an X-Files fan? Well, you know, I, I, t- today, uh, you know, that that's one strike. Uh, down that that I can't generalize some kind of people so I'm real bummed about that guys we'll get them next time whoever the X-Files fans are shout out to the X-Files fans listening I don't know jack shit about the X-Files but uh, respect respect (laughs) to those who do what's so funny about respect pal you need to learn some (laughs) hey hey old man Old man is five years older than me. That's right. That's right. Welcome to 2020, where the age 26 is old. It's like we've uh, reverted back to the olden times, where 26 was middle-aged. That's right. That's right. There was a day where I would be sleeping of natural causes. I don't know how that makes sense, but 500 years ago it did. Um. What are we talking about? Um, the X Files. The X Files. Uh, let's not, because neither of us know anything about the X Files. Yeah, I suppose uh, so. Uh, had a good theme though. It like did, theme. especially uh, when it was featured on the classic album Pure Moods. Remember Pure Moods? That's right. Everyone, everyone knows a good compilation. <laughs> That's probably my favorite compilation CD of all time. That and Jack Jams. That's right. What was on Jack Jams? Definitely not Jack Straps. That's right. That's right. Because you don't mistreat Jack Jams. You put it in a trophy case. 
next to your trophy that you earned while you were a jock. What's your favorite song on jock jams? Um, the only thing that I can think of is Power by Snap, but that probably, maybe that wasn't on there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I'm going to guess Whoop, There It Is, was on there. Right. You know, by Tag Team. And uh, when I was a kid, I would take a shit and I would say, Poop, there it is. Poop, there it is. It is. Number poop, three, keep the poop count coming. That's days. the third poop reference of the uh, podcast. We're only 20 minutes in. That's right. Oh, goodness. That's right. We started at 420. Didn't blaze it again. Folks, we, we abide by the laws. It's 2020, mid-January. Cannot blaze it yet. No, you gotta respect. You gotta respect the law. That's right. That's right. Shout out to the law. It's okay. Shout out to the law. We love the law. Oh yeah, that's right. I love the law. All right. Um. So we're a third of the way here through the podcast. I hope everybody's still tuning in. If not, that's okay. But. Uh, Please come back. We're begging you. Please come back. Um, I don't know. What do you want to see? You want to see me slap Brendan? What do you want to see? That's right, guys. There's no camera rolling, but if you hear like a little, like, like there it is. You just slap me right in the face, uh, and you don't know any better. But, but we respect your intelligence. He slapped me in the face, probably. So, um, let's see here. What is the funniest song you've ever heard in your life Brennan the funniest song I ever heard well what was that Disney song that you showed me like 10 no okay it couldn't have been 10 half an hour ago the electrical light parade song that they play at Disneyland that's right where a full first minute of the song is just a vocoded voice saying whatever the hell uh and just to me that's the funniest thing on earth it didn't need instruments it didn't need anything to change. You could just have a guy talking and have it sound like robotic and whooshy. And, and that's all that you need to get me crying. Uh, crying happy tears, not crying sad. I'm, I'm not afraid of, of robots uh, uh, more than the next guy. Uh, but but uh, in, any thoughts uh, of yours on what the funniest song ever is? Great. I don't know. Probably Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. That, you know, he's got the, a fun voice, you know, a whimsical voice. That's right, and, and, and the vibrato. You, you, you don't find a falsetto and a vibrato. Oh. Ooh, that, oh, that was pretty close. Right that was pretty close. Ooh. That was not Tiny Tim, that was me. That's right. Uh, and, and me is a, a nickname for Greg. Uh, you know, you hear it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Tiny Tim, God rest his soul. That's right. That one is actually dead. That one? That one. That's right. Those, uh, that's we use we phrases like those people when it comes to dead people. We're very dead insensitive. Uh, okay, I am. Uh, Greg. Greg is a good boy. A good old man. If you were a band, you'd be the ungrateful dead, Brendan. Oof. Ouch, oof, owie. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a hipster, but, but I'm not that much of a hippie. Or maybe uh, backwards, because I don't wear beanies. Oh shit, that almost rhymed. What's but, up with the hippie stuff, Brennan? You attacking the hippies now? Hey, buddy. I'm, I'm one with the hippies. You've been talking shit about every group today. That's right. I, uh, old people, dead people, people the hippies. hippies. 
What's the di- They're going to um, come for you then. Yeah. When they do, I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm just going to point in your direction and say he's right there. <laughs> the dead people are going to get Okay, that kind of sounds like the funniest group to approach you. Old people, dead people, old people. You okay, mean let's, zombies? Let's... <laughs> you think zombies are funny now? You think that a zombie apocalypse isn't just going to happen tomorrow? I... Let, let's let's talk about I think zombies are the most overrated thing in the world me too um, I fucking hate zombies I'm so sick I, and tired of zombie everything like well well I lose interest if if it's if it's something to do with zombies like movies video games Night of the Living Dead was a really good movie though I you know maybe uh, if I had watched it see uh, I'm a borderline bad first guest when it comes to movie stuff because I'm, I can't say I was sheltered, but but I was uh, tented. No, okay, that's just another word for sheltered. But I made it up. Um, yeah. What are you trying to pitch a tent over here? Hey, buddy. Uh, it's four. I I just had. Uh, Forty four. Couple of. No, okay, I'm not gonna talk about that. Um, but. Uh, shit. Okay. okay. What is the best movie you've seen in the last week? The best movie I've seen in the past week? I've watched one movie in the past week. That would be uh, Army of One, what was it called? Uh, Featuring uh, Nicolas Cage and Russell Brand X. Um, uh, Made by the uh, the director of Borat, correct? Mary Charles, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Um... And, and Nicolas Cage portrays a, a real-life crazy man, uh, not himself, uh, who wants to go to pa- pa- Pakistan? That's where, uh, that's where Osama bin Laden oh, Osama, yeah. That's where he was. Oh, yes. Osama, as, uh, Osama. as Russell Brand calls him in the movie. That's and, right. Multiple uh, times. He just pretty much gets into a bunch of wacky situations... Uh, and it was based on a true story. That's right. That's right. Uh, I I can't really recall a huge amount about it. It was a full two days ago, and uh, I have the short term memory of a clown. Well, when you know when you have sleep deprivation, that's what happens to you, pal. Yeah, that's right. It's four forty six right now, and and I claim that my best. Uh, you know, the best things that I say are at 4 a.m. and after. Um, and, and apparently recalling memories does not uh, factor into what is entertaining for uh, for what I... words. Not the way you do it, is that? Well, yeah. we're going to jump to our top ten list now. Every episode of The Gregler Show is going to have a top ten list. And for today's special episode, Brennan and I are going to list off our top 10 favorite 80s bands now these may or may not be the best 80s bands it's a subjective uh situation so we'd love to hear your top 10 80s bands so please uh tweet at me at what's my twitter handle uh, you know it's bad when you don't even know your own damn twitter handle it's, uh, it's not at sports center it's at Hollywood Booyah, H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-O-D, capital B-O-O-Y-A-H. You'll find me under Mr. Greggy Pants. <laughs> okay. So, 
let us know on our Facebook page at The Regular Show Podcast or at Hollywood Booyah, your top 10 favorite 80s bands. Or, uh, or send mail to our address, which you will have to find out in person if we trust you. Yeah, I take no letters. Not after the anthrax scare of uh, 2001. Ah, yes. yes Remember sir. Scott Ian from Anthrax? That's right. He'd come to people's doors and he'd, uh, he'd ruin their day. That's uh, to put it lightly. Or he'd make their day, but I don't want to take the chance either way. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Scott Ian personally. Well, I'm sure he's listening right now and he thinks that you're dog shit. Whoa, buddy, whoa. Oh, that's right. Shit's the bad word. No, shit's the good word, not diarrhea. Oh, damn, I said it again. Well, hey, there's the fourth, I guess, mention of poop, kinda. Let's call it three and a half poops so far. That's like two and a half men, but better. <laughs> Shout out to Charlie Sheen. All right. So, um, there were a few bands that didn't make my top ten list, uh, so I'm going to start with my honorable mentions, and then I'll go to you, and we'll bounce back and forth ten to one, okay? Yeah. All right, sounds good. So just uh, missing from my top ten list were The Cure. Same with me exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I love The Cure, but I just found that the volume of uh, songs wasn't there for me personally. Um, bon Jovi. I'm not a big Bon Jovi fan, but you can't deny the impact he's had on 80s music. Right, right, you know, it, and since we are counting out uh, solo acts, it is worth mentioning that, that Bon Jovi is the name of the band, not the name of the man, just like uh, in my honorable mentions, Blondie is uh, one of my honorable mentions, which is not the name of a person, it's the name of a band, uh, which I'm sure, I'm sure you uh, self-respecting folks don't know that, I'm a, I'm a very judgmental man, anyway, uh, and more of your honorable mentions, Greg? Uh, the Go-Go's. Ah, uh, yes. I forgot they existed. You fucking gotta love the Go-Go's, man. They're the best. Well, they weren't the, in my top ten list, but, <laughs> but yeah. They were somewhere around, around 11th to 15th best. <laughs> yeah, and as well as the Bangles, gotta represent. Oh, yeah, they're two different bands. That's right. <laughs> you are incredibly uh, miseducated, pal. The miseducation of Lauren Hill, the miseducation of Brendan Boyer. What's the difference? That's right. Both very positively, critically acclaimed. I have fans. Uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue didn't make my top ten. You know, spoiler, Motley Crue made my lower end top ten. Uh, but, okay. but I get why they're not in the top ten. Because well, I disown hair metal uh, to a great extent. We'll see when we get there. And Def Leppard. Def Leppard uh, did not make my top ten. But um, pour some sugar on me. That's some great shit. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I um, think it's a great way to get diabetes, but nonetheless, it's a great song. That's right. Uh, and now, uh, so that's the end of your honorable mentions list. Mine, Mine's just about as long. Yeah, I got The Cure on there. And as I mentioned, Blondie. Uh, I have New Order on there, and I've heard like two songs by them, but I feel like if I listened to more by them, I would love them. Uh, you know, 
I could go ahead and say the same for Joy Division or The Smiths, but I won't go and be too uh, big about that because, again, I've only heard like two songs by each band. What's the difference? <laughs> That's right. Oh, damn. I was going to say they're all the same band because I'm, cause I'm judgmental. You're an asshole. <laughs> uh, I put Bananarama on there, but uh, I, I have to say, oddly, there's a few things in the 2000s that they made that are worth some attention. But, you know, since it's so spread out, I can't uh, quite say they're my, anywhere near my favorite 80s band. Bananarama? That sounds, I, that would be a great name for a porn film. That's right. Oh, oh yeah. Just thinking about all the bananas. So anyway, uh, another, you know, uh, more, uh, goodness, differences between decades and when a band was the biggest. Uh, Aerosmith, I would put in there, but I heavily prefer their 70s stuff. Yeah. Um, I like and, their 90s stuff. And they made 5,000 ballads in the 90s, so I just feel like every uh, other decade overshadows their 80s stuff, rightfully so. Uh, and REO Speedwagon I put on there too. I got to see them live, and the uh, lead singer, um, contrary to popular belief of all the reverb heard in the uh, studio recordings, he actually sounds very much like he's on helium. Which is just as good in a different way, um, but uh, the you know biggest album was in 1980, so that like barely qualifies as the 80s. And their biggest hit, you know, "Can't Fight This Feeling," was 84, so like it's still pretty like pretty 80s of a band, but still just not in my top ten. What's your um, favorite REO Speedwagon song, Brennan? Uh, "Don't Let Him Go." Yeah, I knew you'd say that. It's it's good good time oh and and last of my honorable mentions uh shout out to my boy sherman but uh prince and the revolution which i mean when it comes to what everyone thinks of prince like it's pretty much all viewed as solo prince i personally can't even differentiate what's prince or prince and the revolution so like that that's in the honorable mentions because it's like borderline just a solo artist it's a it's a technicality right there rest in peace yeah, Prince is good. I, I look at him more of a solo guy. Right, um, right. You know, based on himself, just, I don't know. It's tricky. It's, yeah. You know, like Run, Dim, Run DMC. It's tricky. That's right. It's tricky. So, uh, that's your honorable mentions? That, that is, uh, yes, yes. Okay. All of my honorable mentions. Very cool. And we're going to post our top ten list so um, you guys can compare and contrast uh what you like what you didn't like what you agree with what you disagree with whatever this is all about um interactivity it's a cutting edge uh scenario you know it's 2020 and we want to be an interactive show where people can tune in and listen to us and hopefully not fall asleep that's right i have that effect on people so check us out like our page and all your friends top 10 80s bands uh, for me number 10 was Van Halen well what the shit mine was also Van Halen okay that's <laughs> interesting so you've been looking at my phone huh uh, nope 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 I only do that when you don't know I'm doing it what's your favorite Van Halen song you know that would be between uh, Hot for Teacher and Jamie's Crying which uh, Jamie's crying should inherently be annoying because it's like oh, 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 and and like no one should like that. But, it's a good song. but we 
it's fine to to contradict what we should like kids the guitar on that reminds me of uh that that tone log song you know that's funny because it directly sampled it how about that <laughs> well fuck you pal this uh, this uh conversation wasn't choreographed we just talked like this <laughs> so um yeah what's your what's your uh, least favorite my least favorite um well ah goodness well i would say that their run with the singer from Extreme uh, would would yield only the worst songs. There, that was uh, like nothing really good came out of that. But with the uh, Sammy Hagar, I would go ahead and say Dreams because it's just what? screaming. I just feel like it's screaming, and that's it. That is a damn good song. What are you talking about? Um, now I won't do an impression of that because it would wake everybody, everybody. in the neighborhood up. Right. Yeah. So I'll do it. No, I'm kidding. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, Dreams is a damn good song. I don't know how you could shit all over it. I well, all the synthy stuff. I just get like the Starship vibe. One of the worst uh, '80s bands, in my opinion. But uh, we're, we're, that's not the list we're doing today. Sarah. Sarah. Oh, music to nobody's ears. Okay, maybe like five people's ears. Hey, that's a good song. It was. Much better than we built this city. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll agree there. <laughs> um, yeah, what? Who? Who do you like better? Do you like the uh, David Lee Roth better or Sammy Hagar? Well, uh, as funny as Sammy Hagar screaming in Dreams and every other song is, uh, I will say David Lee Roth. Uh, I. It baffles me a little how anyone could really pick Sammy Hagar, but but teach their own. And again, he's he's very funny. But but not not, not that I'm uh, judging the man. He makes some good things uh, with the people around him, and not himself. Okay. I okay, feel like good. I feel like dads like Sammy Hagar, and moms like David Lee Roth. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Well, when it comes to hair metal. No, I'm gonna say something bad. Okay, I'll say. Uh, like David Lee Roth had a sex appeal to him, you know. He was like, he was like the hot guy that all the women were like, ah, you know. And um, and Sammy Hagar was just like some cool dude who like everybody wanted to have a beer with. Yeah, and scream. Okay, I'm, uh, enough about him screaming. Yeah, um, he was like the he was like Nickelback before Nickelback. Yeah. He, he looked like Nickelback before Nickelback. I think that they took some uh, some stuff from him. But, yeah, I'd say my favorite Van Halen song would be uh, probably Panama. Yeah. Panama or Jump. Jump. That synth, man. Yeah, no, that's, that is, that's up there. That is iconic. And, and uh, did, did we already mention least favorite of of them? Because I forgot. Yeah, you said, you said it was Dreams. Okay, oh, that's right, that's right. I would maybe say, maybe one of their covers, uh, like Oh Pretty Woman, um, that's probably my least favorite one of theirs, now that I remember. Yeah. I, I'd say my least favorite is uh, I Can't Stop Loving You. Goodness, I, that just sounds like Nardo Speedwagon song. But uh, um, I don't remember what that one sounds like. I don't want to remember what it sounds like. I do remember what it sounds like. But I, I take your word for it. Yeah, no, I, because they can be bad. Yeah. Be bad sometimes. It was Sammy Hagar, but uh, 
Shout out to Van Halen. We uh, know who you are, unlike uh, Billie Eilish. I, you Ouch. know, I'm younger than you, and I should understand that reference. But, but um, I, but, I applaud. No, somebody I, asked if she knew what Van Halen was. She didn't know. Oh, well, okay. That kind of hurts my feelings. I mean, I don't even like Van Halen that much, but that just kind of hurts my feelings as a yeah. person. Not Who's everybody not knows everything about everything, Brennan. I'm not even a world-renowned musician. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, guys, keep your eyes. That's right. Keep your eyes peeled. Twenty twenty. That's right. All right. Um, um, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah. Number, number nine. nine. Um. Okay. Uh. For me. For well, me, Motley wait, Crue. Wait. Oh. Whoa. Oopsie daisies. Whoa. You're, you're taking. Well, you're messing up the order. Well, when we move on to your number nine, I want to do uh the, the number nine thing. Uh, whatever you had in mind. Uh. So so it's only half spoiled. Let's call it that. Uh, Motley Crue, um, but just because I gotta, because it's the 80s, I have to fit in some, uh, you know, attention to the 80s hair metal, which I think Van Halen touches on a good amount, but Motley Crue, I do consider them the best hair metal band, um, but, but in recent time I've debated whether it's them or Def Leppard, uh, or Guns N' Roses, but I feel like Guns N' Roses just slightly isn't quite usually categorized into that whole lump for whatever reason. I guess they're unique enough not to be in that single category, but yeah, just sheer quantity of hits that Molly Crew has. And Def Leppard. I'll, you know, it's I'll terrible. Call them that. Yeah. Neither of us put uh, Guns N' Roses on their lists. I forgot they existed for I, a minute. But like, but like also like a good amount of stuff like 1990 or 91 or whatever. Yeah. 1991, the best year in music. Fight me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have too much to say about Motley Crue except that they sound hilarious today. They do. Uh, and that's even more reason to like them, apart from uh, the immense amount of crimes. We like the law, by the way. After you're listening to uh, our podcast, I highly recommend you look up Kickstart My Heart um, recent, and you'll see one of the funniest videos of your life. That's right. The best versions have subtitles. Look for that. Yeah, Vince Neil sounds so damn funny. You know, you want to talk about helium. That's right. He sounds like he's on helium. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, Motley Crue song? It's my favorite Motley Crue song. You know, I would say Kickstart My Heart. I would say recent Kickstart My Heart. But, but to be uh, more genuine, I'll, I'll go ahead and say Primal Scream. Yeah, I, uh, I'd say probably... Uh, What's that one... Uh, um, home Sweet Home, that's it. Yeah. That's a damn good song. It's a ballad, you know? I, yeah, I yeah. love my ballads. Power Ballad's a real hit or miss for me. Um, and and I'm not, I've never been a big fan of that one. Yeah. Even though I say that they're in my top 10 80s bands, they're like every other 80s hair band's ballad, I pretty much like more than that one. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to my number nine, The Cars. Yes. The cars. I was really impressed when I found out they weren't actual vehicles. Uh, they were human beings That's behind right. the music. That's right. You know, I, th- I think the entire world was shocked when they found that out. Yeah, and uh, we lost Rick Ocasek uh, this last year. Rest in peace. I didn't realize he was as old as he was. He was 75. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. But, uh, you know, they just, they have such an 80s sound to them. That's right. Yeah. 
when you think of the 80s, the Cars is usually one of the first bands that pops up in the mind, at least for me, when I think about the 80s. Now, uh, I personally, I I think I considered them for a second. I was probably going to put them on my honorable mentions, but I just had the slightest bit of something against them. Something about almost every one of their songs just has only one sound to it. Not all of their songs sound the same at all, but once they have one sound going per song, it, it just doesn't switch up much. And, and uh, it just... Uh, I never feel the mood to listen to them, except Drive. Drive's a very good song. You can always go for Drive. Drive is my favorite car song. It's uh, funny you say that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Who, who would think that, that my favorite song by a band called The Cars would be about driving? That's right. It's like, it's almost meta. Not it's like, quite. It's almost comical. That's right. Well, you know, well, meta and comedy wasn't invented yet in the 80s. You know, it's a really damn good song. It's Heartbeat City. Like uh, Guns N' Roses, no, uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm just being an ass. Uh, I don't remember what that one sounds like, but but it sounds like Hartby City. Here we go. Okay, yeah, it sounds pretty funny. I really like it. Yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> Heartbeat City, everybody, listen to that one. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, no, number eight. You you want uh, your number eight? No, I'll let you go first. We'll we'll do it that way. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, I put Huey Lewis in the news. Fuck, I forgot I, Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, you forgot about Oh, Damn. my goodness. All right. Yeah. Um, Thank God uh, Patrick Bateman's not here right now. He probably hacked me up. Yeah. You know, uh, well, uh, to, to my understanding, Mr. Uh, Huey Lewis was already relatively aged by the time the uh, band uh, really got going. How old was he? Um, you know, you can look that up while I uh, try to say something. I think they have a very respectable number of hits. You know, I can at least think of a good six I've heard on the radio. Uh, you know, that cover of Smokey Robinson's Cruisin' with yeah. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, it, you hear you about know, those candles she's making? Uh, no, no. With her hoo-ha? Yeah. With her hoo-ha. Ooh, hoo-ha. Yeah, hoo-ha candles. I think they got sold out. But anyways. Um, well, as candles... Oh, shit. You know how old Huey Lewis is right now? How old is he right now? 69. Oh, my goodness. That's the funny number. You're supposed to say nice, but yeah. Oh, that's right. We started the thing, we, or we said words. At, yeah, we started at 420. Another word 69 came up. I should have said nice twice. Nice yeah. twice. That rhymes. Speaking rhymes. Yeah, so Huey Lewis, um, he was about like 30 when they were hitting it big. Oh, geez. Well, he just must have sounded really old. I mean, I guess that's a common misconception, just like with the Doors, because, I mean, I don't know many 27-year-olds that sound like they're 62. And I love their music, by the way. Uh, please, you know, keep your Rotten Tomatoes in your hand for now. Did you know that Huey Lewis was the name of one of Borat's sons? <laughs> you know, this is my favorite son, Huey Lewis. I'm sure most people knew that already, thank you. That's probably where they know Huey Lewis from. Is Borat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's your favorite Huey Lewis song? What's my favorite Huey Lewis song? Sometimes I think uh, it's Heart and Soul. Sometimes I think it's uh, Cruisin'. Um, it's probably I Want a New Drug. Yeah, I mean, just that that opening guitar. Wow, wow. It, it belongs everywhere. Yeah, it's definitely a surprise every time you hear it. You never expect it coming. 
That's not a noise you expect to hear. That's right. It's like any kind of song where the very beginning is very distinct, like, you know, Ants Band, you know, anything like that. It's like, well, okay, I'm going to just skip this song. But when you hear, like, you, you just want to keep it on every time. Um, my favorite Hewlett Lewis song would probably be, uh, probably be, uh, Power of Love or, uh, I Want a New Drug. Right. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. That's Don't right. Usually no you need, like, a subway card. card or something. I don't know. That's right. Depends on the train. Shout out to Train. We saw them this summer in the Goo Goo Dolls. Put on a phenomenal concert. Pat Monahan, the lead singer, is, like, 50 years old, and he sounds the same as he did 20 years ago. That's right, that's right. He can, you know, he can do it. He can croon with the rest of them. That's right. All right, my number eight is Journey. I'll take you on a journey about Journey. Uh, Steve Perry, everybody loves Steve Perry? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, he's got one of those voices that it's just like, <laughs> but, you know. That's right, like you hear him make that noise, and then you make that noise in response involuntarily. Yeah. Because it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Journey song? My favorite Journey song is Separate Ways, uh, and then in parentheses, Worlds Apart. Or maybe it's backwards. Yeah. But whatever it is, it's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what about Don't Stop Believing? Well, I have something against Don't Stop Believing because I've had to hear it every day my entire life, which is an exaggeration, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't really say it's overrated because, of course, it's a masterpiece. I, I got my respect for it. It's just one of those, you know, masterpieces everyone can agree is probably the best song ever. You know, like, like Mambo Number no. 5. No, I'm just fucking around. Um, <laughs> God, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> but uh, I've just had enough of it. it. But also, Stone in Love might, might also yeah. tie as my favorite uh, by them. That's an underrated song. People, you don't hear about that one a lot in the Journey discussion. Uh, for me, it's Faithfully. I, I fucking love that song. Right. You know, it's one of those songs about the guys being out on the road. It uh, reminds me of that Jackson Brown song, The Loadout. Just, I love those meta songs about musicians being on the road. You know, it, those two do remind me of each other, and I've never thought about those two That's songs true. associating them. It's all about serendipity, pal. And that's what we like to bring to the podcast. Serendipity. And and free association. zippity doo da. Zippity-doo-da. Right. Uh, um, what's your least favorite Journey song? My least favorite? Oh, shit. Well, I should say Don't Stop Believing just because grrr. But it's probably Lights because it just bores me. But, yeah. But that's just me. You know, um, I, I respect it just like anything not else. A bad song. Mine is probably Love and Touch and Squeezing. You know the one where they say na 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 um five hundred well, times. Well, I like it a little bit because uh, um I don't know. It sounds like a song where he sounds like he should be in pain, but he almost sounds happy. No, I, I guess I can't say. That. I guess he sounds like he's in pain. But uh, I like any song that has na 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 in it in any context, just because I like Batman. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what's your number seven? Number seven, uh, Depeche Mode. Well, it's um, a little high, pal. I, it or is a little, a little low. bit high. A little, little low. Well, they did a lot of stuff in the 90s. 
Yeah, um, that's true. A fair amount. And, uh, and so it is one of those bands where because of the specific weight that they had during that time uh, doesn't equate uh, too heavily over other decades. It's, it's just there for me. And uh, yeah, yeah. Any, any, any uh, thoughts? Uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about them a little later oh, down oh, the road. I I got you. I'm catching your drift uh, over here now. Uh, yeah, my my thoughts on them. Uh, well, how about we discuss them when I when I do my number? Oh, I I think that would be better. So I'll think of more things to right. say about them. Now you're number seven. Um, your rhythmics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's on your list too, isn't it? No, <laughs> but but uh, but they're worth being on there. Very well. You gotta love Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox. That's right. I mean, incredible uh, musical duo. That's right. Yeah. With with a, at least reasonable solo careers each, so so you could dare say call them a super group. I uh, guess, but also they just have such good music. Um, Sweet dreams are made of this. Everybody knows that one, and that's seems like to be the only one that they play any time ever that's right it's it's like don't stop believing for me where it's just the one song that everyone pays a little too much attention to i think it gets a little too much love over everything else and i could go my whole life with never hearing you know it what's good is the uh, marilyn manson cover that they use in uh everything sweat dreams are made of me you know and it's so fucking funny ah goodness i mean funny is a funny word to just to funny um, I, I mean I think a spooky no just kidding it's uh, very when I think of Marilyn Manson I think comedy to be honest with you probably. no yeah I oh, I just think annoying but yeah. but like I gotta think is there anything I've enjoyed by Marilyn Manson I like the beautiful, beautiful people. people that's a damn that's good nice time. but we'll talk about that in a different episode maybe that's right. we'll yeah. talk about later when he shows up as number one on Greg's 80s artist list Marilyn Manson there you go um <laughs> You know, here comes the rain again. Masterpiece. Yeah. That song is a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, would I lie to you? That's a fun song. You know, would I lie to you? Is maybe my favorite one. Now. Yeah, I I wouldn't blame you. That's not a lie either. That's right. Would I lie to you? No. You know, uh, just there's there's so many damn good songs that uh, it would be a disservice to Eurythmics to not have them at least in your honorable mentions. I you know. I'm a very mean man. Um, You're like I, Mean Mr. Mustard, that Beatles song. Oh, goodness. The Beatles? Pfft. No, just kidding. I like the Beatles a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, my, my favorite Eurythmics song is probably uh, Here Comes the Rain Again. There's just something so ominous about it. Right. It, it reminds me a little bit about uh, a little bit of uh, China Girl by David Bowie. Hmm. I, I get a little bit of the same vibe. Altogether, uh, they, they so just, that's a damn good song. Yeah, they, they both get that rain vibe across. Yeah. Uh, but uh. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, what's your number six? My number six, uh, in excess. Damn, um, I forgot them too. Yeah, you forget. I yeah. Well, you know, I think they're another one of those you know occasionally overlooked. But come on, you know, eighties bands. Everyone loves the eighties. They got nice little bit of attention you know I uh, I think that new sensation and uh, what you need are pretty much the same song but they're like two of my favorite ones by them um, 
Does the guitar riff in New Sensation remind you of the uh, guitar work in I Want to Come Over, the Melissa Etheridge song? Oh, goodness. Well, I've heard both of those songs a million times, but uh, it it's just not sticking with me. Uh, yeah, I'll have to song. listen to them after the uh, episode. And yeah, we'll my, see. my free association game is, is rough tonight. Yeah. Um, What's your least favorite uh, in excess song? My least favorite? Ooh, goodness! Well, I need to listen to more of them. But I, like, I can na- like think of at least ten. You know, sometimes I think "Devil Inside" is my favorite one, and then sometimes I think it's my least favorite one. Wow, you are it's a very, very complicated man. I'm a very complicated man. Well, you know, uh, it's 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 a very uh, to to some people blasphemous song, uh, given just the title alone. Ooh, very spicy. Very it's spicy a terrible book. movie. I know that much. That's right. That's right. It was the theme <coughs> to the uh, what, what what year it came out uh, horror film. I don't know. I I tried to block it from my memory. Yeah, yeah, it was very bad. Um, I had to pay to watch that. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a fun time, but uh, yeah, in excess. Um, yeah. What's your favorite? Oh, you. My was... favorite. Oh, good. Well, you know, so, again, you know, probably what you need, yeah. or or actually. Oh, goodness, you know, need, I, I love Need You Tonight, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just listening off a bunch of songs, you know, I might go so far as to say elegantly wasted right now, but that's like a 1997 or so well, that's song. Fair. It, it, they don't have to be songs in the decade, I just mean the decade. Oh, oh no, I know, I know, it, it's just, I only heard that song like a year or two ago. And my favorite song just becomes whichever one I'm more in the mood to hear because it's not worn out on me. It's a big, big factor. Don't uh, stop believing. Never going to listen to it. <laughs> For All me, right. it's Never Tear Us Apart. That song is magnificent in every aspect. And uh, Tom Jones does a fantastic cover of it as well. That's right. Tom. On his Reload album with Natalie Imbruglia. Ah, yes. Imbruglia. Yes. That's a fun name. Arugula. Imposter. Yeah, Tom Jones can do no wrong. Everybody devote some time. Think about Tom Jones. Tom okay. Jones, throw your panties at him. I don't care what you do. Yes. He's the man. That's right. Oh, what I'd give to throw my panties at that man. All right. Um, you're number six. Duran Duran. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give a little spoiler here. They're my number five. Huh. Uh, so well, then I guess we'll uh, nip that in the bud. That's right, we're covering it real quick because I'll just be redundant because I would naturally mention right after that that my Mr. Man. So Yo, can we believe we've already been talking for fifty eight minutes? Oh jeez. Yeah, well, I was planning for this to be an hour, but we're gonna go a little over and you know, that's okay. Yeah. Uh you know, if there's any way to listen to us in ten times speed, uh, you won't be able to comprehend what we're saying because it would just be like but <laughs> But uh, bear with us and, uh, and enjoy the sound of our smooth jazz voices. So, um, Duran Duran? Yeah, yeah. Um, how did they do it? How did they do it? How did they do it? They're like, like you know, ah, goodness, you know, total, total branch right here, but I was also going to put the talking heads on my thing, and yeah. I just... I feel like they're primarily an 80s band, and, and they ought to be honorably mentioned. They That's are true. yowie wowie. That's but, true. Burning and, Down the House is a classic. Right. And for whatever reason, I always associated them with Duran Duran. 
but but anyway, back to Durandry. You know, I, I think uh, for everything that they have, uh, you know, mostly people only listen on Girl Like a Wolf, and and I think uh, they're sleeping. That, that's one of my least favorites. Not to be a total hipster and say that the biggest one is one of my least favorites. But uh, I'm, I'm going to have to really go, you know, die hard on this one. And uh, it ain't the best uh, compared to all their other stuff. And you know what's terrible is I feel like they have such a large collection of music that people really sleep on their shit. Right. You know, and, and a good amount of things in the 90s. And, and they, they oh come back like every five or ten years and have one hit New at song. a time. New song like that band New Song who sang the Christmas is the best Christmas song of all time. That's right, that's right. <laughs> um, you know, well, they had that one in 2011. That was uh, that was what was it called? Leave a light on. Yeah. And that was one of probably one of my favorite songs of that year, maybe. And then um, 2001, they had that Sunrise song that was on the radio quite a bit. That's right. It sounded very kids bop to me but at the same time pumping it was a very I, I felt weird listening to it and isn't that the way we all want to feel, feel when we listen Duran Duran is one of those fun bands you know I feel yeah. like everything they do is very fun um right like like they can get serious but but it holds your attention you know, yeah. it holds mine you know I think you know there's, there's Rio a Rio is a damn fun song yeah yeah the reflex yeah you know, they have a good balance of taking, uh, you know, a little bit of risk when it comes to the the uh, electronic stuff and the uh, you know live instruments. A good you know balance of both of those, I think. You know, most really good bands can uh, can mix it up and uh, still have respect for themselves and their sound without uh, sticking to only one kind of a thing. A few to a kill. Yeah. That's. Damn good song. That's one of the best James Bond songs out there. Yeah, yeah. James Bond, look out for him on my top ten list in a later episode. That's right. James Bond will return or will be back or whatever it says at the end of the credits. Uh, so, what's your least favorite Duran Duran song? My least favorite Duran Duran song. You know, maybe New Moon on Monday. Really? It That's just, so mean. Uh, well, what's uh? What's that one? I'm gonna search no, really. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm thinking another one. Uh, another one. Oh yeah, is there something I should know? Okay. Maybe because I feel like I really like that song, but it keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. In yeah. It, which is what Prince? I don't. I don't remember, but I just remember it was one of those unique ones. That was like, Meh. but. Yeah, I uh, I really love. Uh... New Moon on Monday. I think it's the end of the song. Notorious. That's a great one, too. I don't really have a least favorite. Yeah, Notorious might be my favorite, actually. Oh. Either that or Sunrise. Ordinary World. I oh. think Ordinary World is my favorite of all time. That's right. Duran song. Forgot for five seconds, even though I just mentioned that was like the last song that I listened to. Yeah, Ordinary yes. World. That's Nothing a too. masterpiece. Um, let's see here. Number five. By Varuni. Uh, for me, it was Depeche Mode, so let's talk about Depeche Mode. That's right, yeah, not too far. Number seven for me, number five for you, not too far. Um, yeah, uh, goodness, you know, they, they got, uh, you know, 
personal Jesus. Everyone loves personal Jesus. You that's know? a damn good song. Of course, Love that it. wasn't the eighties though. Oh goodness, that's right, that's right. And so what what else? Violator came out in ninety. Ninety. Oh my goodness, what a what a year. Yeah, uh, almost the best year in music. Nineteen ninety one, best year in music by me. Um, yeah, uh, what are they? Policy of Truth. Always heard that one on the radio, but it wasn't in their greatest uh, hits or best of Which or is whatever. Weird, it's, that's one of their best songs. Yeah, um, it always scared me. It's my favorite weird. song about erectile dysfunction. Just can't get it up. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, just can't get enough. But that's a great song. It's uh, I've heard it in at least a few commercials in the past year. Uh, which, like, before I really paid attention to it, I just thought it was a kind of new song, but but it's actually like a like a thirty eight year old song. Yeah, that's isn't weird. That thirty eight years old. We're living in the future, baby. That's right. Um, Everything counts. That's a great song. Oh yeah. Oh, Master yeah. and servant. That's a fun one. That's it's a very fun. Song. But I think there are a lot of sexual overtones to it. That's right. And on this show, we keep it asexual. Keep it, keep it frontal. Keep your mind out yeah. of the gutter. You, know? you might. Hey, but I bring the sex appeal to the show, baby. Ah, yes, yes, that's right, that's right. Right. Uh, people are people. That's a great song. Oh yeah, yeah. Strange love. That's right, that's right. But uh, yeah, you know, Depeche Mode. I really can't think of a bad song. Yeah. I'm sure there's one out there, but I, I don't know. Right. Right now, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. But, 65 minutes in, so we should try to hurry it up a little bit. Uh, what's your number four? Number four, you two. Me too? Yeah, you two. You two? Me too. You two? Yeah. Me too? Oh yeah. my god, it's fun. Ah, what a coincidence. That's um, good. It's yeah. good comedy for the listener. Oh yeah. Oh, I hope you guys are laughing. Hope you're still laughing right now while I say this. You know. Did you I, know that Bono and Sonny Bono are not the same man? You know, funny thing, uh, it occurred to me, Bono and Bongo... Uh, bongo isn't a person; it's a, an instrument. Uh, but are two different things. Two two musical uh, objects that are uh, two different things. Yeah, bono and bongo. Uh, yeah, bongo yeah. sauce. And when I think about you two, I mean they had some okay stuff in the '90s and the 2000s, but I truly think they were at their best in the '80s. That's right. The Joshua Tree is their best album. Don't, don't at me. Don't at you. Don't at me. I'll at you. Yeah, I'll bat you. That's what the cool kids say. You're the old man here. I'm 20 fun. I mean, they you know came out freaking killing it. I will follow. Yeah. Well, now I listened to the full first album that was on, and 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 you know I, I looked at their Spotify bio and and then looked at other things, of course, because come on, YouTube historian here, Brendan. We all know that title that I have said one time now. Um, and in the first album, he his singing wasn't quite up to par. You know, it wasn't until the, the next one, War. War. It's uh, a great when, album. You know, Sunday, Bloody Sunday, New Year's Day. Oh, New Year's um, Day. That, that he was really killing it vocally. Yeah. You know, Bono, Bono coming from the Latin or some kind of phrase, maybe Latin, Bono Vox, which is just for good voice. That's just all that means. Man. Well, he wasn't lying. That's right. Right, Bono. Hope you're listening to this, Bono. Shout Bono out to Bono from Bono. It's a very fun word to say, but I won't say it a bunch of times like I could right Like now. Bonobo. Bonobo begins with Bono. Yeah. 
You know, the monkey, Bonobo. That's right. Um, Shit, how many times have I said the phrase, that's right? I got to think of other... Uh, for, that, that's you're correct. very agreeable with me today. Yeah, I... Well, it's probably because it's 5.30 in the morning, but... Yeah, well, our top three are probably the same. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, we'll certain see. at this point. I'm, I'm looking forward. Um, you know, Pride in the Name of Love, that's a great song. We actually saw in, uh, an acapella group perform Pride in the Name of Love, and there was one guy, he was like, Kadong, kick it dong. And I'm like, that was my favorite part of the song. <laughs> yeah, that's, all, oh that's almost Donkey Kong. With or Without You. That's that's probably my favorite U2 song. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, here's the disagreeing. That's probably my least favorite U2 song. Yeah, well, that's where we that's and, where we collide. And, and I truly promise I'm not trying to be a hipster here and disagreeing with the most popular thing. Uh, I think that it's very boring. Uh, fight me. Uh, it's uh, it just just kind of it loses my attention every time. Uh, it doesn't really get across the emotion that I that I am crave. I think there's a passion in there that's completely understated. Like, Thanks for you. I, I feel like pride in the name of love is more passionate, and and that's uh, perhaps. But he's you know he's singing about people who die in that song. Yeah, I guess I can't really compare them too much. Uh, but, you um, know, just... Uh, where the streets have no name? Yeah. One of the most epic openings of any song ever. That's right. What a great oh, build-up. I said it again. Um, you know what song I really don't care for? Uh, you know, from the 80s, is I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I, I, fi- I find it to be very car commercially, and I don't like that. That's pretty interesting. Well, I feel like it's a bunch of build-up sound to no uh, payoff. But I still like it a lot because it's echoey. Like our voices probably sound on this because, uh, you know, it, I don't know, microphone stuff and we're in a very standard room. But, but we'll, we'll patch that up maybe if we hang up some blankets in future episodes. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a very echoey song. I like it. Huh. Uh, I would probably say, uh, you know, my favorite one here is uh, With or Without You. My favorite one would probably be uh, Two Hearts Beat As One. Which uh, is is not maybe not one of the bigger ones, but it sounds a lot like New Year's Day. Yeah, it reminds me of that Stacy Q song, Two of Hearts. That's right. Very very different sounding song, but uh, what I don't know. I like that song too. A lot. You too. Me too. Yeah, me too. Me All too. right. Enough uh, Q two jokes. Let's go to number three. Okay, number three for me is Genesis. Um, well, we'll talk about them later. We'll talk about them so, later. So, I, um, you know what? I'm going to guess your number two is The Police. Yeah. Haha. That's my number three. So let's oh, get on well, it. Let's get on The Police. Uh, we love The Law, by the way, guys. We love The Law. Shout out to The Law. That's our second shout out of the night to The Law. That's right. I, third-ish? Yeah, Maybe second five. and a half. Let's, we got a lot of halves going on here. A lot of love. Uh, Sting, not the wrestler. Although that'd be pretty cool, I'd like I'd love to see Sting versus Sting. That's right. You know, the sharp uh, shooter versus the sharp singer. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Alright. Sting. Sting is good, uh, but you know he can also be a solo artist. So um, we'll probably talk about him sometime soon. That's right. Because oh. you know that man has a a voice of like golden honey. Yes. Yes, uh, not to be confused with bad honey. 
which we've all seen a lot of bad honey. What's uh, what's your what's your personal favorite police song? My personal favorite police song, shit, it's probably the same as yours, uh, wrapped around your finger. <laughs> um, no, that's my but, second favorite. Well, actually, okay, okay, not uh, again, not to disagree. Um, Synchronicity two, that and wrapped around your finger are my like two tied favorites. Right. You do like that Synchronicity 2 song. Yes. It's a fun song. It's a very fun song. Uh, no, my favorite song is Every Breath You Take, the creepiest song in the world. Yeah, no, I, I understand that, yeah. But uh, there's just something about it, that that damn... It gets the nostalgia for, for whatever reason. Even though I was, I was negative 16 when it came out, uh, I was, uh, yeah, it gives me the nostalgia. It's just, uh, it's so catchy. And yeah, you, you just feel that song. And then, um, Wrapped Around Your Finger, that's a fantastic song. Um, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah, you know, I got a soft spot for every little thing she does is magic. You know, uh, uh, I think that is a very uh, After the Nanny McPhee cool. commercial, after the Nanny McPhee trailer, that song kind of lost its fun for me. I, I hear that. I, I hear that. It's, well, it's not the worst. Especially because it's also kind of a stalker song, uh, but it's used in Yeah, he calls her up a thousand times a day. Yeah. To ask uh, her if she'll marry me in some old-fashioned way. Yeah. Like, you and shouldn't be proposing over the phone in the first place, you fucking sting. Yeah, like more than once a day. You know, one proposal per day, you know, that's, that's a, lot. a bit much, uh, Sting. Yeah, keep yourself unleashed. Yeah, you spirits in the story. material world? Yeah, that's up there for it's me, like, too. Boom, bam. It's like you're getting punched in the face by a synthesizer, baby. Yeah. Ah, it's oh, like you're getting so punched in the face by a baby. Yeah. Uh, very gentle. I, I would so. not want to get punched in the face by anything, let alone a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, uh... Yeah, that's number three for me, and that's number two for you. Yeah, number two for you. So my number me. two is your number one. Well, probably, yeah. Well, it has to be. There's nobody yeah. else in this conversation. It's Tears for Fears. It's Tears for Fears. That's my number one. I know. It's my number two. Um, so we'll talk about it now. Uh, well, you know, so a lot of the time, I consider them to be the same as Depeche Mode, but better. Right. Uh, you know, I found out uh, they made all of their biggest stuff when they were 21, which, uh, you know, 20 fun, that's the, like the coolest age to be, guys, am I right? Um, drinking, drinking, drinking alcohol. Drinking time. And, and creativity peak time. Because we love the law. That's right, we love the law. I started drinking, not when I was 20, guys, not when I was 20, uh, as sometimes I say I do, haha. Uh, any, any cops out there, we love alcohol. So... Um, yeah, Tears for Fears, uh, you know, I say everything, everything about them, very super well-rounded, you know, especially taking the youth into account, you know, and the amount of talent that has to be had, you know, the production, there's the a maturity to that, everything, that's understated, you know, yeah, like, like, you would think they're, you know, 21 or 40, if you hear their voices and the words that they're saying, it is, uh, you know, I, I think just unmatched. You know, it's, it's not too often you got that kind of thing going on. 
And we got Shout. I think Shout is a masterpiece. Head over heels. Sowing the seeds of love is probably my favorite. Well, actually, Mother's Talk is probably my favorite one of this. But there's just so many of their songs that I can just go and throw the label masterpiece right on yeah. and not have a second thought about it. So for the children. That one's pretty good. Pale Shelter. <laughs> but, you know, in Mad World. Not the uh, sad Gary Jules guitar version. one by the Gary guy. Yeah, no, oh, not that right. one. But the, the fun. I, right? I don't like, I don't know. It's, it's too, it's, it's, it's too sad for its own good. He's right. trying to be too sad. Yeah. It's too deliberate. You gotta, you know, you gotta have the subtlety of the words, which there's like no subtlety whatsoever in it. But Shout out to Jake Gyllenhaal, Donnie Darko. But, um, I bought that movie two years ago. Still haven't watched it. Like all the movies we own, but we're getting there. Head over heels. That's that's my favorite Tears for Fears song. Just something about that, you know, piano riff. And it just builds and builds and builds, and then he punches you in the face with his words. Yes. Oh man, there's something about that damn yes. song. It gets me every time. It is. A, a good time. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, the true romantic song of the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. You know, they, they fool around with a bunch of, bunch of falsettoage through that, and it's very easy to make a song sound uh, laughable using a falsetto all over the place, but I just think... Shout out to Tiny Tim. That's right. Oh, ouch, Uvaui. But, um... Oh, and Woman in Chains, the yeah. duet they do. The uh, the, uh, the, 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 yeah, they're very good, very good guys. Um, and uh, so yeah, what was uh, what was my number three and your number one? Genesis. Yeah. That's right. It's Phil Collins, right. baby. Oh, 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 that's right. Oh, okay, geez, I'm thinking Genesis Library. You're, you're carrying in solo Phil PC, Collins territory. Baby, PC. Um, Shout out to Peter Gabriel, who um, made his best Genesis stuff when he was in it and before the 80s. Right. But he's, he's in a different 80s uh, discussion. Yes. Because he's a solo artist. Right, we could almost do a whole thing of solo arts and maybe get will, through it eventually. a little bit faster. But but like it's also fun to, to linger on it. I uh, yeah. hopefully for the listeners as well. As yeah. that. We I hope know. you're enjoying it. Our livelihood depend no, just kidding. We're having yeah, fun. I have a gun to my head right now. I'm under incredible duress, so please enjoy the podcast. My life depends on it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> We're kidding this time. We don't know how far this is going to go, uh, the podcast. So, um, Genesis, you know? Yeah. Misunderstanding? Yeah, I always hated that song as a kid. I'm but sure. as a kid, a lot of stuff is boring to you. Well, you sucked as a kid. I did su- I sucked major as a kid. I was not the total sweetie that we know 21-year-old judgmental, angry Brendan to be. That's true. Um, Man on the Corner? Yes. You know, nobody cares because there's no hiding place. There is no hiding place for you. That, you know, the specific uh, 
repetition of phrase right in there. I have reason to believe that is uh, song lyrics. Yeah, um, I can't recall them for that one, but good, good words. That's all. That's all. That's gotta be one of my favorite ones. I rock yeah. that song. Yeah. I, I can't do it now because you have the volume. That's right. You gotta be able to scream. But yeah, you, you know. gotta be able to scream. That's a that's a passionate song. That's right. It's, it's a very weird song to be passionate, but if you think about it, it is passionate. Our boy PC, yeah, he gives it his all on that, uh, throwing it all away. Yeah. That's that's a good yeah. damn song. Yeah. Uh, Land of Confusion, everybody's favorite Disturbed cover. That's right. Well, not anymore, ever since The Sound of Silence came out, but... Hey, you know, Disturbed's best cover is Land of Confusion. I agree. I, I agree 100%. It barely sounds different from the original. Not not like that. His voice and the instrumentation sounds uh, doesn't sound completely different, but the the entire structure it's the same exact thing. And I think that that's perfectly acceptable. But you know, I think my favorite Genesis song is "Tonight, Tonight, Tonight." Really? Yeah. Well, I that or. Uh, that or you know that's all but uh yeah I, uh, tonight tonight there's something about that that drum sound bah, 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 bah. yeah yeah no I, I get that like like even though i deem it one of those songs that's all build up to no payoff i still feel like the build up sound of it itself is very intense and holds its own the whole time so i i, I accept it into my heart uh my, my favorite uh, has got to be Driving the Last Spike, uh, which is a over 10 minute long song from uh, 1991, The Best Year of Music. Yeah. Um, and, it's a pretty epic song. And it's just a very epic song, which is very passionate, but lots of screaming. You know what else is a damn good song off that album? Uh, no Son of Mine. Yeah. You know what's a pretty okay song? I Can't Dance. I Can't Dance. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I used to like it a lot more than I do now. But um, yeah, also, Jesus, he knows me. Yeah, that's a great song. Um, goodness, yeah. So, so that's pretty much uh, that's ten artists. That's well, ten artists. You just listened to us drone on about ten artists from the nineteen eighties for like forty five minutes. Yeah, like we really sincerely hope that you didn't want to tear your ears off, which very unpleasant uh, action if you think about it, tearing your own ears off. Yeah, we hope that this podcast was better than tearing your own ears off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're sitting at an hour and 22 minutes now, so we, we're going to wrap it up. Um, thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Be sure to tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your daughter, tell your son. I don't care who you tell. Just tell someone. That rhymed. Oh shit! I right. couldn't even process that rhyme, and you were freestyling so I'm, fast. I'm the Eminem of uh, non-rappers. That's right. You memorized the family word dichotomy. Yeah. yeah. In dichotomy. That's another big word. As you can see, I'm an eloquent speaker. I'm just being a dick now. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's uh, uh, poop? Okay. Poop. Uh, it wasn't to the word poop. There it is. You know. <laughs> That's a callback, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Right. 
But uh, in all sincerity, we do thank you for listening to the regular show. Shout out to all the Greg heads out there listening. We look forward to hearing from you. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Hollywood Booyah. And follow, where, where can we find you? Uh, where can we find me? Well, I have a Twitter that I haven't touched in a couple of years, but it's probably at Brendan Boyer or something like that. You know, appropriate capitalization in the at. Uh, but also, I got Instagram where I post like once a month uh, at Brendan the Boyer, uh, and also Facebook uh, Brendan Boyer. Uh, very. It took me a while to think about that one. Uh, and that's pretty much it, you know. Oh, and on Spotify, if you want to, you know, because we just talked about music for 45 minutes, if you want to uh, find whatever music I'm thinking about, uh, look for It's Bendin, I-T space Bendin. Forget the R on Brendan. We are uh, kawaii in uh, in Spotify land. Oh, you're Brendan underscore Boye on uh, Twitter. Oh, that's right. Got to remember the underscore, very much more important uh than spaces and uh, or no space because you're gonna find one of the other thousands of Brendan Boyes in the world on there. Uh, so yeah, that's that's about it. Where else can you find me? Uh, at my workplace, if you know where I work at. Don't want to use any specific names uh, because uh, we want to keep uh, yeah. some semblance so, of mystery uh, to us. Mystery is sexy. That's right. Mystery is sexy. That's right. Mr. Brendan is sexy. Mr. Brendan is a bitch. All right. Spicy. Spicy. All righty. Thank you all for listening. That was episode one of the regular show. Show, show.